Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You here from the Jor Chris Studios in Casa de Kristen. Very excited to be with you guys today. Hey, in the United States, today is actually Memorial Day. Now, for those of you who don't know, in the U.S., we have actually two different holidays that celebrate our soldiers. One is Veterans Day, where we celebrate our veterans. Memorial Day is actually the day where we honor the memory of the men who gave their lives to protect our freedom, but also, let's be honest, to protect the freedom of many other people in many other countries. I doubt any person in history other than Christ himself has done more to protect the freedom of other people, of total strangers, than the American soldiers. So today we honor them and we thank them for that, for their selfless sacrifices. Before we get to today's prayer, I just want to talk to you very, very briefly about the importance of maintaining your joy. And this is not a, a, a minor concept, okay? We think of joy as kind of like the icing on the cake, like everything else is set up and then we should also be joyful. But being joyful is actually central to your Christian experience because if you're not joyful, okay, you're not going to be praiseful. And if you're not joyful, you're not going to be thankful. And remember, being thankful and being praiseful is necessary to prayer. The Bible says we enter God's gates with thanksgiving, we enter his courts with praise. Well, if we're not joyful and we're depressed all the time, or we're just, you know, kind of lukewarm, we're not going to be as thankful and we're not going to be as praiseful. So the enemy really wants to destroy your joy. Let me give you an example, by the way, of how easy this can be. And in fact, this is why I'm giving this message, because this actually happened to me uh, this past weekend. So you guys might remember on Friday, I gave that sermon on um, really, you know, stepping up and being a leader and that sort of thing. And afterwards, I guess it was on Saturday, Kristen uh, sent me a message and she said, oh, it was a great message and everything like that. And she also happened to say, and she didn't have to, she just kind of mentioned that somebody left a less than complimentary comment on one of our videos. Now, Understand this, we get all kinds of great comments in our videos and we're so thankful for them. We've gotten literally hundreds, I mean, that's not an exaggeration, hundreds of of beautiful comments from you guys and we love them so much. And we've gotten thousands of comments of how pretty Kristen is, which gets kind of tiresome for me, but she loves it. But seriously, but we get lots of great comments about the messages in particular also. You know, the prayers too, but the messages where people say, you know, this really spoke to me, this meant so much to me, this is what I needed to hear right now, thank you for doing this. We love that stuff. But then all of a sudden we get one negative comment from someone who just had nothing better to do with her time, and it really impacted me. And this is what the enemy wants to do, okay? The enemy doesn't want you to focus on the hundreds or the thousands of good things that are happening, right? He wants you to focus on the one bad thing that happened to get you out of your joy. But you can't give up that easily, okay? The enemy can't just win a fight by having his one minor bad thing, which by the way, in this case, wasn't even that bad, when God is giving you blessings, and so many other things. I see this with friends of mine. You know, there's something like like 72,000 seconds in a day or some insane number of seconds in a day. But if someone's driving to work 
and they get cut off and someone yells at them or gives them the finger or something like that, all of a sudden that ruins their entire day, takes them out of their joy. Or they just get one bad phone call from one person, all of a sudden, you know, their whole day is ruined. Sometimes more than a day, let's be honest. I mean, I have people who, you know, they just tell me the same stories over and over again, that stuff that happened to them months ago. It's just like, get over it. Who cares? Right? But that's the whole thing. If the enemy can take you out of your joy, he can take you out of your praise. If the enemy can take you out of your joy, he can take you out of your thanks, okay? The Bible says, be thankful in all things. And keep in mind about joy, right? What does the Bible say about it? The joy of the Lord will be our strength. So if if he takes you out of your joy, he's taking you out of your strength. So it's not just like a collateral thing. Like some people think, well, you know, if I come into Christianity, that's great. And I understand there'll be struggles, but, you know, I know that I'm saved. Yeah, that's true. But part of Christianity is also being joyful. We're told time and again, rejoice in the Lord, okay? God loves a joyful giver. He loves a joyful sound. Make a joyful noise into the Lord. So being joyful is not just a blessing that God gives us, although it's important. It's also something that's really necessary. And when you understand that, you understand why it's so important to the enemy to destroy our joy. So we can't let minor things or even major things get us out. But, you know, as you grow, you gotta, you gotta put the minor affronts aside, the minor slights aside, you know, there's somebody flipping you off in the car, somebody saying something uncomplimentary, and focus instead on the big things, the things that God's doing for you, all the many compliments that you get that you don't notice, okay? All the many nice things that happen to you in a day that maybe you don't notice. When you do stuff like that, then you'll stay in your joy, and when you stay in your joy, then you'll stay in in God's grace and in God's peace. That's my message for you today. Awesome, awesome. I love that real-life application because you know, it's true. The enemy just wants us to get stuck mm-hmm. and wants us to get focused on everything that is not God and what God is doing in our lives and, like you say, rob our joy. And he certainly knows what buttons to push, doesn't right. he? And he – see, God is omniscient and omnipresent and all of those things. The enemy doesn't have that that much power, but we what he can do is observe, observe Ooh, that really, that really uh, affects her. Right. Ooh, that really gets him there. So whether it's a comment, sometimes comments may not. I mean, they affect you, but if it's something where the, that could really af- affect your insecurity or target something that becomes more of an issue, um, and you start to believe it, or maybe something that you feel like you're beating yourself up over, and and God has already forgiven you, you know, and that you can get stuck there too. So there's so many different ways. And what the enemy's job is to do is is to look for those things. And we have to be very vigilant that we don't let him. Absolutely. Because, you know, you the other thing the enemy does, and there's this principle in jujitsu, which is a form of martial arts, which says, you don't attack your enemy's weaknesses, you attack his strengths. Mm-hmm. Okay, because if you attack the enemy, your enemy's strengths, then he has nothing left but his weaknesses. And so what he'll try to figure out is he tries to figure out what your strengths are and use that against you. And so, and I've seen this with very, very beautiful women who are insecure about their appearance. Now, to you and I, we would say, well, those are the last people who should be insecure about their appearance. But the enemy knows that if that's what their security is, if their security is tied up in their looks, all he has to do is attack that. And he's such a great liar and people will believe the lie. So you have to refute the lie of the enemy. And instead, you have to stay in your joy, stay in your peace. What, is it, what does the Bible say the fruits of the Spirit are? Love, joy, peace, right? Patience, kindness, goodness, all those things. So love, joy, and peace. You got to stay in those things because the enemy, it, it costs him nothing to lie to you. 
That's right. And he'll he'll throw a thousand lies at you, and if one of them sticks, he's won. So you just have to say, you just have to rebuke the devourer. Say the Lord rebuke you, Satan. Keep you know you're not going to wipe the smile off my face. You're not going to get me out of my joy. And when that starts to happen, you really have to go into praise. One more point, and you and I said this the other day: when the enemy tries to rob your joy, it's not always easy to come out of it quickly. But it is always easy to turn on the praise music and get into the, get into it right there and then. Like mm-hmm. even before you go into prayer, just go into praise because the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. That's right. That's right. It's a great thing because that's what you can do when you feel – when you're, you're not in the spirit yet, but you need to get in the spirit and you don't feel mm-hmm. <laughs> quite controlled by the spirit. That's how you do that. So yep, yep. that's so true. So true. And so for all – yes, for the girls out there – you know, dealing with insecurities and things. And the guys have their own insecurities with providing and, you know, whatever your hot button is. So um, just be aware of what men, you're Men have a lot of the same insecurities as women, too. That's, that's you know, true. Believe it or not. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That, that, but we don't true. confess that for either of us or any mm-hmm. of these people listening. That's right. That's right. The Lord is our security. All right. Do you want to you want to lead us in prayer? I see you got – what are we opening to here? We're doing you know, the uh, I just thought, Corinthians. Yeah, this is a great verse that um, – Actually, you know what? I'm going to call an audible because I just remembered this is a great verse, but there's another verse that I really, really like that I had forgotten about, and God's just telling me to use this one instead. Okay. Okay. This is a great one. This is from, if I can see, Isaiah 33. I can't see the exact verse it's in right now, but... um, Looks like verse 6. Where do you see that? Okay. Yes, right there. (laughs) Verse 6. Says of the Lord, He will be the sure foundation for your times, a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. Mm. I really like that. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. Lord, you are the f- sure foundation. And when we talk about all these things and the enemy trying to hit hot buttons and that sort of stuff, we remember that you are our foundation and we c- will not be shaken. You are the way maker, the promise keeper. And you have treasures mm. for us in the darkness. Lord, your treasures glimmer brightest sometimes when we're going through dark times and we just we, – we can't seem to find the way out. All of a sudden, your treasures light up in that darkness. That's a word for somebody today. God, it doesn't matter what season we're in, what we're going through. You're our foundation. You are the steady, sure foundation, God. Help us in life. Lord, you want us to enjoy and be secure in your presence. I think of it like a graph. You're steady. You're sure. You're all. You're never changing. You're constant. Our life, our emotions tend to spike up and go down and spike up and go down or things go on in our life that we can't help, you know, um, financial issues, sicknesses, all sorts of things. But God, you are the constant. And so in the chaos, Lord, be our constant. Be our sure foundation. Be the one that we run to. God, let us not run to you last when everything else is has seemed to fail us and our last resort is to go into you in prayer. But God, let us abide in you every single day mm, good one. and know you so well that we are just praying without ceasing that we are just talking to you and to everyone else around us, Lord, that we bring the atmosphere of your love and joy and praise. Lord, we bring your atmosphere wherever we go. Lord, break strongholds 
I think part of the biggest thing about strongholds is the enemy wants us to believe that they always have to be, that it just is, that that's, that's just because of where we were born or how the, you know, maybe the family we were born into or the, or the country we were born in or, or the occupation we have. We're not stuck in any way, shape or form, God, because we have you and you pull us out of those deep waters. You pull us out of things and anything, any curses that were spoken over, any words that were spoken over as curses, Lord, we just proclaim your blessing for every single person listening in their families, God. We, we exchange, it's a holy, beautiful exchange. All the lies of the enemy, we throw out, just completely, completely destroy. And we put the roots of your trees of blessing, of hope, of love, mm. of newness, God, of new life. We, Lord, we walk with you. We walk hand in hand. We put your hand in ours, Lord, and we walk. We walk with you in peace, God. You promise to lead us forth in peace, God. That no, what, no matter what is happening around us, Lord, by the world standards, everything seems to be all upside down. But by your standards, that's who we go by. We go by you, Lord. You're the one we look to. May every single day, may we be guided by the passion of serving you and loving you. And we, may we never forget our first love in all things. Because when we put you first, then everything else falls into place. God, you have our best interest at heart. That's for someone today also. Mm-hmm. You have our best interest at heart. I will say it one more time. You have our best interest at heart. There is no confusion. There is no chaos. There is no, the enemy just wants you to think that way. There is no hopelessness. There is no, I always do this. I always go to this. I always fall back into this. Mm-hmm. You have not received a spirit of fear that causes you to fall back into that, but you've received a spirit of sonship. God has adopted you. You are his son or or his daughter, and you are in the royal family, the royal priesthood. How awesome is that? How different would you live every day if you, you woke up and said, I'm in the royal family, because you are. You're, you're a gem in the Father's crown. You're a beautiful, beautiful, priceless pearl, priceless gem. And so... We need to live with our head looking to the hills and knowing that our God is our provider. He will provide every need, not just financial, emotional, and for healing in every single way, or physical needs, your relationships, everything you need. God has the answers. He has the wisdom. Let's go to him first, not as the last, the last resort, but go to him. Say, Jesus, here I am. Just here, here I am, Lord. Lord, you know, there's that quote that says, life is not about waiting for the storm to pass, but it's learning how to dance in the rain. Mm. And so, Lord, when the rain comes, we're reminded of your abundant showers of blessing. Lord, we tend to twist things and turn them upside down and and complain and and in in our flesh. Oh, I don't have this or that. And we kind of curse our blessing because we're complaining about something that the seed of that is actually part of our blessing. Mm-hmm. And we're complaining about it because we have to deal with it. Well, we're glad to have it, Lord, because you are the victory, God. We're glad to, you know, we may have a lot of work to do, but God, thank you for the work. We may have uh, um, 
a situation where a child is is acting out, but God, thank you for the child. Lord, whatever it is, it's the seed of the blessing. Even in hardships, Lord, we thank you for the time that we have with our loved ones. We thank you for everything that you've given us, God. And we ask you to help us to see your blessing because the enemy's trying to just, just distort our view on things like those fun house mirrors, Lord. Let us see what your blessing is and let us call the blessings forth, Lord. There are blessings with our names on them that need to be called forth, Lord. May we be bold enough to ask you, Lord, and may we say to you, where do you want me to go, Father? Not just physically, but emotionally and, and with you, Lord. I, I am. We are free in you, Lord, to live out the life you've called us to do. And we say, here we are, Lord. Lord, send us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That was a powerful, powerful prayer. Good job, Thank honey. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's get right to the prayer requests here, guys. We have a bunch. So check this out. So it's Monday and... What happens on Mondays is that we get a bunch of prayer requests aggregated from Friday night and then Saturday and Sunday. So it's it's a lot more than normal. So we can't get to all of them on Monday, but some of the ones we're not going to get to, we're going to try to get to tomorrow, okay? But we do have a bunch we're going to get to tonight. So let's get to this. Let's get to these to start. Uh, I'll kick off. Dexter says, please pray for my success in networking business and please pray for my mother who is a diabetic. Please pray also that I'll be successful and be rich. Thanks a lot and God bless. Okay, there's nothing wrong with being rich, but remember, the love of money is the fruit of all evil. So don't focus on being rich. Yes, the Bible says, you know, Jesus was made poor so we may be made rich. I get it. And, you know, rich back then means rich today. Um, but remember, he also said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. That's number one. Number two, the purpose of material wealth in the Bible is not to glorify yourself. It's to give to others. So instead of praying, God, make me rich, okay, I, I prefer praying, God, put me in a position where I can help other people, all right? That's that's where your heart really needs to be. Because if it's not, God is actually going to be doing you a disservice by making you rich because you're, you're going to wind up tempted by the wrong things, all right, so first, in Jesus' name, God, I pray for Dexter, Dexter's success. I refer him to Psalms 1-1. Um, Blessed is the man who walketh uh, not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is on the law of the Lord, and on it he meditates day and night. Uh, he should be like a tree planted by the waters that brings forth good fruit, and everything he does will prosper. So, Father God, I pray that everything Dexter does will prosper, okay, but I also pray for that to happen, that you make sure that his his heart and his head are in the right place. So I just pray, Dexter, you submit to what God wants to do in your life. As far as your mother, you say she is a diabetic. Father God, no, I say she's afflicted with diabetes. We speak to that diabetes. We speak to her pancreas. We speak to anything in her body that is causing uh, the, the blood sugar levels not to be normalized. And we order her body to have perfect blood sugar levels. We order the blood of the Lord to run through her veins. And I, I refer you guys, whenever we talk about this, go watch the, the sermon we did on the importance of taking communion to getting your healing. It's not, there's nothing magical about it, but I think as a, a matter of faith, it's an important thing. So Father God, we pray that his mother is totally, totally healed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Latia, this is for you, Kristen, says, please pray for me. I have many things going on in my life today. All right, Latia. Well, I pray for you. I know this prayer seems like 
you are saying, I don't even know where to begin. Like, I, Lord, I, I don't know what to do. And the best thing you can do when that happens, because we've all been there at one point or another in our lives, is just lay at the foot, of, lay it all at the foot of the cross and just say, Jesus, help me. You, you know, uh, it doesn't have to be a big elaborate prayer. So, Lord, we just pray for Latia, Lord. You care for her. You care for all the different things going on in her life, God, and all, all the different categories, emotional and relationships and, and financial and, and uh, professional success and, and dreams and, and all that you have in her spiritual life, of course. God, you care for all of it. You care for every single detail. And just as she feels right now, overwhelmed by everything going on. I pray for the opposite to take place, that everything all at once would come together. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Nobert says, please pray for my wife, Julinda Edwards. She's very ill. God, we pray for Julinda and Nobert. We pray that Julinda, I feel if it's a fever, I pray for that fever to be broken, for that to normalize, whatever it is. If it's, um, I don't, you know, I'm not going to try to guess the illnesses because God knows what it is. It doesn't matter to that I name it. But I pray in Jesus' name that she gets over this sickness. The Bible says, God, that Jesus, by your stripes, we are healed. Okay? So, Father God, we confess that for her. The, Lord, the Bible says that one of your names, God, is the Lord, our doctor. I pray, God, that you take care of her, that you give her doctors the wisdom that they need, that you give them her medicines that work. But more than that, God, that you just cause a miracle to happen in her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Aka Christina, or Asa Christina, A-C-A Christina, says, Kristen, pray for me. I want God to give me a husband and end the coronavirus. Also, we need food for my kids and rent. All right, Aka Christina, we pray for you. We pray that God would supply all your needs. And so it's not just, you know, a lot of times we think of needs and we think of just, okay, God will give me the bare minimum. He wants to give you over and above. And he knows the desires of your heart and he knows the perfect timing. And he wants to give you the desires of your heart as you delight in him. So we fully pray and believe that he will bring that husband, that man who you will be perfectly matched up with um, to be able to honor God and serve God. And the one will that, that will help you fulfill God's calling on your life, and you can help him fulfill his and worship God together. We pray for your kids, and we pray for uh, the financial situation, God, that you would just help Christina and um, Lord, just every single way, um, give her give her new um, ideas and um, just creative solutions, Lord. Um, with the coronavirus, of course, we pray for that to end, and we pray for your will to be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, sorry. I just I just like looking at you. Oh, well. okay. Sorry about that. I'm fine with that. You okay. Um, Jomima, not to be confused with Joe Mama. Jomima <laughs> says, "Pray for me a financial shower of blessings and for God to use as instruments my teeth so that I can ha- and give me a beautiful smile." Mm. Okay, this is not a minor thing. In fact, one of the first yeah. things I told you in one of our first dates is I said. I think God gave you such a big smile so that people could see you smiling all the way from the top row of the upper deck. And I said, are you for real? Uh, that's right. <laughs> but this is, but I also, as someone who had bad teeth for the first 17 years of my life, it's something I can relate to. It's a big insecurity thing. Mm. And this person sent us a picture of, of his situation. Yeah. So God, I pray in Jesus' name that you you fill this man's 
desire here. And, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes people will say, well, you know, I just pray that you just are okay with the way you are. Mm. Oh, you have a beautiful smile. God doesn't care. No, honestly, this is something that's bothering him. It's something that's on his heart. It's something that's robbing his joy to tie this into what we're talking about today. So, Father God, I pray that this person gets the miracle he needs, a financial shower, but also the medical care and and the 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 dental work yes, that Lord. he needs so that he has a beautiful smile so that he can be proud of himself and look in the mirror and, and it will make him happy yes, just Lord. like you did for me and and like you did for Kristen as well in Jesus name amen amen Mackie spelled m a q q i e Kristen wants a positive pregnancy test in fact i think she says she's believing god for a positive pregnancy this spring yeah, uh, she's been June. married 9 years Without a baby. Yeah. All right. Well, that is definitely Mackie. I I have heard so many testimonies, and so um, in uh, of many many more years of marriage than that, and and a baby coming along. Just to encourage you. Um, so I know it may seem to you like an eternity, and certainly nine years. I can understand, but um, God God is is on the throne, and He's got the perfect timing for what you need. So, Lord, I just pray. Um, I thank you for Mackie's. Um, desire, Lord, that you put inside her to raise a child or children that will fear you and love you, um, that she will dedicate to you, but also for her faith of saying, I'm believing that this is going to happen. So praise you, Lord, for that. And uh, we we stand with her in that expectancy for the expectant child. So um, Lord, we, we love you and we ask this would be done in your name. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. That was Mackie. Okay. Simon says, please ask God to show me mercy in my financial life, that the shame of poverty and hunger will be over forever. Mm -hmm. All right. So first of all, I want to rebuke any feelings of shame that you might have. There's no condemnation in Christ. Ours is not a spirit of shame. Okay. That's That's number one. However, we also know that with poverty comes other things, um, including a feeling of insecurity, sometimes Mm -hmm. a feeling even of inadequacy, especially among men. And we know that poverty is a curse, okay? Mm. We also know that Jesus broke the curse, Yeah. all right? Now, I hate some of these people who think, oh, you know, they say, blessed are the poor. You got you are taking it so far out of context, mm. okay? Being poor is not a blessing, and God's, de- God's desire for you is not to be poor. Right. But rather for you to prosper even as your soul prospers. That's right. As far as his hunger goes, I think it's it's David, was it not, who says, uh, I have been young and I have been old, and I have yet to see the righteous forsaken, nor their children mm-hmm. begging for bread. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray your promises on Simon. We pray that you have mercy on him, number one. Because that's what he asked for. He says, show me mercy. Mm-hmm. Give him mercy. Not just that. Give him an outpouring of your love and financial blessings. Break the curse of poverty over him, in Jesus' name. Rebuke the devourer. Break the curse of hunger over him. God, I pray that he is so overflowing with food and with, with resources financially yes, God. that he's able to feed other people in his community. Guys, this is the key to this prayer to these prayers. I'm telling you. Yes. It's get outside yourself and pray that you can do things for other people. Then God will overwhelm you with his blessings. And also make sure you're tithing. Even if you only have a little, make sure you give something to the poor, give something to the church. Father God, please, I I pray that you just come to Simon in full power here Mm -hmm. and just overwhelm him so that he sends us a a praise report of of the mercy you've had on him and the financial miracle you've given to him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm going to do this a little bit out of order. Okay. 
Tabon says, pray for my spiritual life going through a rough time. Also for my son, mom, sister, niece, and nephew. Okay, Tabon. We pray for your spiritual life. And I and I feel like the spiritual life is connected to your family life um, being out of order. So God, we, we pray right now for Tabon and her entire family, her mom, her sister, her niece, her nephew, and even other relatives that she didn't um, discuss or talk about. We pray that your your mantle of anointing and peace would fall on them, that their home would be a house of worship to you, God, and have a place of victory and and love for you, Lord, and each other, and that the spiritual life would mirror their family life as they get closer as a family, as, as you provide for their needs, that you would get closer to each of them individually. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Salah is from Malo. Malawi, and was selected to continue her studies in India on a scholarship. But the problem is, I guess it's not a full scholarship because she's saying nobody, she's got nobody to pay for the rest of it. She needs a miracle to go back to school. You know, the Bible says study to show yourself approved. Okay, and it's talking about studying the word. But, you know, also, I really believe that that part of the Christian ethic is to be excellent in all things that we're called to do, yeah. right? Not yes. to be not yes. to be lukewarm. God hates right. being lukewarm. He hates – I don't think we're supposed to be mediocre in anything, that we're supposed to just do our best, and that's what Salah is asking to do here. So, God, you've met part of her needs, mm. but, God, I know that you're a God of more than enough. That's right. Of not just enough, more than enough. Yes, God. I pray someday Salah is able to sponsor other people – Going to school on scholarships. In the meantime, God, I pray that you just, I just call in just the winds from the north, the south, the east, and the west to overwhelm this girl with financial blessings so that she can go to India on a scholarship. Make a way where there is no way. Give her rivers in the desert so she can continue her studies. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Then we have just, uh, Chris, and I'll let you pray for these. These are, sometimes we get shorter prayers than others. And so I'll just give these to you. Cyrus says, uh, please pray for me and my family in Fiji. Lucky says, just a special prayer for me. Anto says, pray whatever the Holy Spirit highlights for me. If you're going to ask somebody for that, by the way, you better make sure they're in the spirit because you don't need people guessing <laughs> and guessing yeah. wrong. You can, get, you can get some weird stuff, especially if you're doing it in public. Um, uh, Sonia says, remember me and my family. And Carmen says, need a prayer for my family's health. So Carmen, Sonia, Anto, Lucky, and Cyrus are basically all just saying, you know, pray for me and my family, basically. Well, Cyrus is a cool name. I think of Paul and Cyrus, great biblical name. We do pray for you, Cyrus, and your family in Fiji. The Lord. Was it Paul and Cyrus or Paul and Silas? Oh, gosh. <laughs> is it Cyrus or Silas? No, thank you for correcting me on that. It is. Sorry. Well, who is – okay, well, I'll have to we'll look do that one later. later. Okay. Well, um, but Cyrus, I, I still say you have a, a wonderful name. Um, so <laughs> um, there's a lot of sun here over here going on, and in, in, we haven't had that nice weather, and we're just outside, so it, it must be the sun. That's what's happening to okay. me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so, Cyrus, we just pray for you and your, your whole family, God, that um, – you would just put a hedge of protection around them and they would feel your love and direction on their lives, Lord. And for Lucky, a special prayer of, of blessing of the Lord's anointing on you and, uh, again, your entire family and your legacy to be a rich legacy with the Lord's, um, the Lord's provision. 
And for Anto, okay, so just pray whatever the Holy Spirit highlights for you. Well, first of all, thank you for, like Jordan said, thank you for uh, trusting that we are mm-hmm. and, and discerning that we are right. Holy Spirit-led people. And, um, you know, Anto, I I just feel like you are in a place right now of deciding between, okay, a, a new season in your life and kind of hitting, I don't want to say a fork in the road, but like really like, Lord, okay, what direction do you want me to take? And um, God has a lot of new things coming for you. And so I just pray that you would get in the whisper and that you would hear those things that you're asking us to pray for for you, that you would be hearing God's God's gentle whisper because he's got a lot to say to you and you're expecting of it which I can tell you're expecting the Holy Spirit to talk to you and guide you. And so I pray that he just guides you in this next season that you're embarking on every step of the way that you allow him to open the right doors, that you allow him to show you the way and that you allow him to speak to you and that you would listen in, lean in. That would be um, what I feel God is saying. Just lean in and um, be in that expectant mode of what God is going to do in your life. Um, Sonia? We remember you and your family in prayer. Oh, Lord, help Sonia and her family, her entire family, Lord, whatever they're going through, whatever they need, God. Just surround them, God. Just surround that entire family. And um, I pray, I- I'm just feeling this. It, they need special protection. So, Lord, I pray for protection on her entire family. Um, and for Carmen, needs a prayer for her family's health. Lord, we know that you are the divine healer, God. So we ask for health. We ask for health to be restored to their mortal bodies, to their emotions, and for it not to be a generational thing, but it mm. to stop where it stops with Carmen and um, for healing and for their bodies to line up with the will of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Lucky's actual real name is Simon. Lucky is just his screen name. I think you maybe should change your screen name to Blessed or something like that. Yeah. 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 All right. Just keep your voice up a little bit because we're further away from the microphone than normal. Um, All right. So that was great. Thank you for all those prayer requests. We'll do some more tomorrow from, you know, the weekend and everything, and we'll do the ones we get tonight. Uh, Right now, though, is the most important time of the show. This is when Kristen's going to lead us in the call to salvation. Go ahead, Kristen. All right. If you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is a perfect opportunity. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, let us know. Send us a message or write on, uh, you know, comment on the video. We want to know. Absolutely. All right, guys, we hope this has been a blessing to you. Remember, stay in your joy. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow again at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 8.45 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.